0: Hello and welcome back to Don't Depend on Daddy, the podcast. My name is Michaela. I am your host. And we are back this week with a very important episode all about saving and preparing for the holiday season. So I'm really excited because I'm going to be sharing three tips to just prepare your finances for. The last two months of the year, which are always, I think for most people, their biggest season of spending, it can be very overwhelming, especially towards the end of the year when maybe you're working towards financial goals or you're really close to meeting a goal and all of a sudden it's Black Friday and the holidays and there's all of these big expenses. I also think just given student loan interest has restarted, people are starting to make those payments, the cost of living is higher than ever, You know, it's just important to put together a little bit of a plan for your finances going into the holiday season so you don't end the year with a spending hangover or at least we can mediate that spending hangover a little bit before we get into it as usual we are going to be going through all of the regular housekeeping so first things first as always you can get 10 dollars off the personal finance dashboard using the code podcast one i am in the process of putting together a black friday sale and offer so there's going to be a handful of things coming for black friday which is in about six or five weeks at this point By the time this is going up, I think it's like six weeks. I always put the personal finance dashboard on sale for Black Friday. It will be 25% off as usual, but I'm also gonna bundle it together um, with the four week financial plan in the increase your income masterclass or the end of year review masterclass is probably more likely. So there will be a little bit of a bundle option as well. So if you've been waiting to get the PFD and you are okay to wait a little bit longer, you can get it on major discount. And yeah, but otherwise, if you don't want to wait and you're fine paying five extra dollars, don't forget to use the code podcast one because that'll give you $10 off. Next, Own Your Money, as usual, is out and is still available. If you have not ordered Own Your Money, please go do that. Um, We are almost at the point where I have finished and submitted my manuscript for my next book. Own Your Career is the current working title. Um, Still hasn't been formally approved, but that is my plan. And it pairs very well with Own Your Money. So I'm really excited for that to come out next year. But Own Your Money is basically your one-stop shop to learn how to budget better, earn more, and reach your six-figure savings goals. Thousands and thousands of people have purchased Own Your Money. So I'm really excited um, for you to read it. If you haven't yet, make sure you let me know how you like it. And to wrap up the housekeeping, as always, if you are enjoying this podcast, please leave me a review. It's really, really, really helpful for pushing the podcast, growing the podcast. I'm trying to make this better. I've gotten a lot of good feedback saying that I sound like happier and better ever since I stopped doing video. And I'm really happy you noticed I completely agree. It just makes creating the podcast a much more enjoyable experience. And I don't know about you, but I just don't think that video is necessary for everything. And I wish that we would stop forcing people or making it feel like a necessity to just constantly be posting videos all the time. Because while I'm very grateful for my job, you know, I've been making these videos now for three years and I'm a little burnt out by it. So I'm enjoying just making this audio only and not feeling the pressure to like be on video for this too. So go leave me a review if you have been enjoying the latest episodes. And yeah, so that's the housekeeping. Next, let's move into the own your money review of the week. This one is actually anonymous by Amazon customer, but it is a verified purchase. So I love that. And they say best financial book I've ever read five stars. Yay. Thank you. The review says, I consider myself a personal development junkie. I've read probably over 200 books related to bettering myself, many of those books being about money management and building wealth. This is hands down the best finance book I have ever read. From the author's personal writing style, flow of information and practical advice, I absolutely loved it. I'm planning to buy a bunch for graduation gifts and to add this resource to our area libraries. Thank you for putting this out into the world. Your contribution and gift is extraordinary. I hope you know that. P.S. My nerdy self loved and appreciated the tables charts, forms, and index in the back of the book. I really, really, really liked this review specifically because it just meant a lot to me that they noted, they enjoyed my personal writing style, which I think is unique compared to a lot of other finance books, Um, but also just the flow of information and the fact that the advice is practical. This is something I've said before, and I'll continue to say it, but I think a lot of personal finance information that exists out there is not really actionable or practical advice for most people and i find that to be really annoying because i just think if you're going to write a whole book and somebody's going to read it and walk away feeling empowered but not necessarily sure of how to take action on what they just read then you basically wasted their time so my whole goal with own your money was to literally create like a flowing checklist of things you need to do with your money and it essentially builds on itself chapter by chapter by chapter so At the end of each chapter two, there are like action items and review items for you to work through. And that was, again, created intentionally so that you could move on to the next chapter having completed the items from the chapter before. So if you haven't gotten on your money, again, here's your reminder to go grab your copy. Great holiday gift. It's been $5 off on Amazon ever since it came out. So I don't know how long that lasts. Maybe it's something they do for new releases. But if you haven't gotten it yet, your best plan of attack i guess for the lowest price is to get it on amazon or kindle it's also available on audiobook if you are someone who prefers to listen to your books so all that to say let's get into the meat of today's episode which is holiday money preparation and savings tips So i know that it's only october and you're probably thinking like okay why the heck are you already talking about the holidays and i'm kind of in that same boat of i don't really like to rush the end of the year and i don't like to rush into the holiday season i feel like it makes it less special i really don't start the holidays i would say mentally until Thanksgiving like for me fall is October in the first half of November and I really like to enjoy that period of time that being said if you wait until Black Friday Thanksgiving first week of December to really get into the holiday mode you're completely missing the fact that up until that period of time you had the opportunity to prepare your finances so that you could go into Black Friday not feeling super super overwhelmed and I think this is something that a lot of people overlook or forget about And they don't realize or factor in just how expensive the holidays can be. And I'm not even talking just about gifts or like holiday gift giving and all of that. But also like usually at the end of the year, you're more inclined to donate money. I don't know about you, but I always end up donating to like local shelters, whether that be buying gifts or like sponsoring a child or something where you go buy gifts for like an eight-year-old little girl. I do that a lot. And then also, when you think about like holiday parties, hosting holiday parties, if you're hosting the holidays in general, or if you are attending a holiday party, either for your work or as a plus one, and you need to get clothes or an outfit for that, like there are a lot of ancillary costs that we don't think about that can become overwhelming when added on top of the fact that like you're also giving gifts and just spending more money in general because things are on sale so that can become very stressful towards the end of the year and if you don't have a plan in place in advance that you can actually take action on it's what leads to that big overwhelming spending hangover that happens sort of in the last you know week of the year and into January where it's like oh my gosh I'm five pounds heavier, I'm $5,000 poorer, and I'm just feeling really awful. So let's avoid that, you know, and put together a little bit of a plan. This is what I always like to do really at the start of Q4. Oh my gosh, I can't believe we're in Q4. It feels like it was literally just Q1. Um, But that's aside from the entire point of this episode. So anyways, we're gonna go through three tips. Um, I'm just gonna go through them in order and yeah let's get into it. So tip number one first and foremost is to set a realistic budget for what you're planning to spend and I think the most important part of this tip is to ensure that the budget is realistic because this number is going to look different for everyone. So what I want you to do is be super super honest with yourself about how much money you want to actually spend versus how much money you realistically will spend. So I think something that a lot of people do that sets themselves up to fail is they're like, oh, well, this year I only wanna spend $500 on gifts, but then they're forgetting the fact of all of those ancillary costs I mentioned, and really what they end up spending on the holidays is more like double that. So I want you to just get ahead of that now and think, okay, if I wanna spend $500 on gifts, make sure you go through and factor in any sort of travel, any sort of holiday... Anything, events, hosting, grocery bills, all of that kind of stuff as part of your broader holiday budget. So a couple of quick questions to think about. Who do you plan to buy gifts for? Remember, you don't need to be buying gifts for everyone. This is something that I feel super strongly about. First and foremost, I only do gifts for immediate family, and I think that, you know, if you do gifts for friends or you do like a white elephant or like some sort of holiday gift swap, that's fine because usually there's a limit in place for that, but you don't need to buy a gift for all your friends. You don't need to buy a gift for everybody in your family. Pick the people who you're closest to and think about what you may potentially buy for them. Um, That's really important too. Next, think about any travel you have to book for the holidays if you haven't booked it yet. So I always like to book my holiday travel as far in advance as possible because the flights get so expensive so fast. And I always have to book flights to like go home and all of that. Holiday travel's always more expensive. So think about if you can adjust your schedule a little bit. Like for Thanksgiving, I'm going to visit my sister up in Oregon and I'm flying Tuesday to Tuesday so that I'm not, so that overall I'm just missing like all of the really expensive fly dates like wednesday and sunday and saturday and all of that so plan in advance when you're going to fly and see if you can make adjustments if you are flying also think about hotels think about leveraging credit card points or any travel points that you may have to help reduce these holiday costs and then be realistic about what it costs for you to fly like holiday flights my sister was trying to book holiday flights home Um, for Christmas and it cost her a thousand dollars so she's like maybe it doesn't make sense for me to come home for actual Christmas day maybe I'll come home the week later so think about those things and just factor in what it truly will cost versus what you want it to cost and then also think about holiday parties and stuff do you need to buy or rent any type of formal wear again do you need to travel for that do you need to bring a gift for those types of events think about it. What do you have scheduled? Maybe it could be a significant other who has an event and you need to attend that. Put together a little bit of like a calendar, but also a list of who is going to be involved in your broader holiday plans. And this, again, spans pretty much all of December because I know that holiday parties and stuff start like December 1. Next Tip number two, plan how you're going to allocate your budget. So now that you've come to a realistic holiday budget, you need to allocate how much money is going where. So what I like to do is I just add like an additional tab into my personal finance dashboard, just a blank tab, and I list out who I'm gonna be buying gifts for, what I'm thinking about buying them, and how much I anticipate that's going to cost. Then I'm listing out any travel plans I have. So I had to book flights to and from Oregon and I had to book flights to and from my house at home, um, Boston. So those were two flights that I had to book. I don't anticipate going to any holiday parties because I am self-employed and I am single. So I'm not going to like a boyfriend's holiday party or anything as of now. And I don't have to worry about that. But I might have a white elephant or like a gift exchange with my friends. So I'm gonna budget like 50 to $100 for that for the gift and like going to dinner and that kind of thing. So that is what my travel budget looks like and holiday budget. But I think the big key here is for the gifts planning out who specifically you're going to be buying gifts for and what you're going to be buying. There's a few reasons why I recommend that you do this when allocating out your budget. First, because if you know what you're thinking about buying for someone, you can shop around and make sure that you get the best deal. So like for example, if you're going to be buying, I don't know, some sort of kitchen appliance or something, you can look at all of the different department stores and stuff that sell that. Check on Amazon. have There's like an Amazon Prime Day, again, coming up, I think, the day this podcast episode goes up. So like, think about that, see if it's on sale. And then also Black Friday, things go on sale significantly. So if you know what you're gonna buy, you can make sure you're getting the best deal on that specific item and paying the best price. The second reason why I recommend thinking about what you're buying for people is to be really intentional so that you're not spending your money on a gift that collects dust in someone's closet. There's literally nothing that makes me more annoyed than somebody giving me a gift that like, I didn't want and it I I know that that probably sounds really awful because like you should be grateful for everything but I think when you give a gift that isn't thoughtful or intentional it reads wrong in more ways than one right it's nice to give a gift and I'm not saying don't give gifts or that you have to ask everyone specifically exactly what they want but be thoughtful and think about what someone who you're buying for would actually want and use like you don't want to just be buying things on black friday because they're on sale and when you do a little bit of pre-prep if you're not totally sure you can sort of like load it casually in conversation see if it comes up like oh what have you been thinking about buying for yourself whatever so that you can give an intentional gift you're not wasting your money on giving someone something that they don't use or like and so that you're giving with intention it reads just like way more thoughtful if that makes sense so make sure you're thinking through what you're buying how much it's actually going to cost and shop around for the best deal i also recommend using a tool like rakuten so rakuten is like a plug and this is not sponsored i've been using rakuten for a couple of years Rakuten is like a plugin that you can install on your computer. So when you do any type of online shopping, what it does is it scrolls through like coupons that are available. You can apply coupons and you also get cash back. The cash back is huge. So I think through cash back, I've earned like a couple thousand dollars from Rakuten just from using it over the last few years. And then they send you a check in the mail. So if you aren't using Rakuten and you are shopping online specifically around Black Friday, cause a lot of stores will also offer like extra cash back or they'll have coupons that maybe you don't know about You need, need, need to be using Rakuten. I do have a referral code. Again, this is not sponsored. It's just the referral code that like anybody gets with an account and you'll get one too when you create an account. But essentially, if you use my code, we both get $30 when you make your first purchase um, having applied Rakuten. And like once it's installed on your desktop or on your computer, Anytime that you're on a website where Rakuten is partnered with or where there's cash back available, it'll like pop up in the top corner and let you know, and then you can choose to accept it or not. I always accept it if it's available and I'm planning to buy something. So just keep that in mind, but I definitely recommend using it and use my code if you are planning to, because then we both get extra money. Now, let's move into tip number three, which is your actual savings plan. So, now that you've figured out how much money you need, where that money is going to be allocated to. You can ensure that you are saving enough money on a weekly or you know, bi-weekly basis, maybe every paycheck between now and the holiday season or now through the end of the year so that you have money to pull from. And I recommend opening a high-yield savings account if you don't have one already, or if you do have a high-yield savings account, maybe creating a new savings bucket or something. So I actually use Ally as my high-yield savings account because They have like a savings bucket feature. So what I did was I opened up like a holiday gifts savings bucket. And now every two weeks when I pay myself from my business, I'm just transferring over a small amount of money into that savings bucket. So when I do make any sort of holiday gift purchases and go pay them off on my card, I'm just gonna withdraw that money and apply it. And what that does is it just takes a lot of the pressure off in November and December when your expenses are a little bit higher because you've already set that money aside incrementally over time so if you don't have a high yield savings account um, I definitely recommend opening one and if you do you can either open a second account or a savings bucket if you use ally maybe there are other accounts that use savings buckets I don't know but I use ally because of the savings bucket feature So I definitely recommend using them. If you don't, I don't have a link for them, unfortunately, but you know, go open an account anyways. And the reason why I like the high-yield savings account for this is one, because your money's earning extra interest and the interest rates on high-yield accounts right now are pretty good. But two, because that money is completely separate from your checking account and also from your other savings goals, right? Especially if you have, again, that savings bucket or the separate holiday account. And that way you're not dipping into it and you know how much money you have, which just leads to feeling more confident in knowing like what types of decisions you're working with and what types of decisions you can make when you are making those purchases. So those are my three tips to like prep your money. Set a realistic budget. Make sure you put together a plan to allocate that budget and start saving now, like literally this week. Open that account and make a quick transfer this process shouldn't feel overwhelming it's like a fairly easy thing to do it just requires a little bit of forethought remember What you plan to do now and what could unfold over the next six weeks is probably going to change, so don't stress about that if it does, but really the goal is to just have some money set aside specifically for these expenses and a little bit of a game plan for how you're going to use that money so you're not like floundering around on Black Friday and also so that you're able to take advantage of those deals because I don't know about you, but a lot of times in the past, I would save my holiday shopping for like the week before Christmas and then Everything is either not on sale or the things that I want aren't available anymore because I didn't take advantage of the time when everything was in stock and on sale, which is usually during the week of and the week after Black Friday, Cyber Monday. Like those two weeks, last week of November, first week of December is like the best time to do your holiday shopping Um, Again, I know it's like when everybody's shopping, there's a lot of ads, there's a lot of deals, there's a lot going on, but it's all for good reason, right? So just be prepared for that. Put together a little bit of a plan and I promise you're gonna feel a lot better going into this season of spending. And then you can actually enjoy the holidays instead of feeling all stressed about how much everything costs. Because that's also literally the worst is not being able to enjoy the holidays because you're stressed about your credit card bill and you're stressed about not being able to afford to give the gifts that you wanna give. And you don't need to be giving extravagant gifts, but it feels good to be able to buy something for the people that you care about and the people who are closest to you in your life or lives. I always feel like, so good when I give gifts especially to my parents just because they've done so much for me throughout my life like I love giving them gifts around the holiday season I'm usually feeling very generous as well so yeah that is I think the entire episode here I feel like this was a shorter one compared to usual so hopefully it lands if you enjoyed like this shorter style episode let me know I'm trying to be less rambly on these podcasts, which again, I've said before, I have a tendency to ramble. Um, But yeah, if you enjoyed this episode, let me know. If you have questions about holiday savings, let me know. And I will catch you in the next one.